I'd written the words of Oliver's army. By the time our plane landed back in our own little safe European home in London, seeing the youth of the British soldiers patrolling the streets of Belfast with my own eyes had triggered lyrics about the military career opportunity that I'd thankfully never had to take up. The opening lines argued the absurdity of even trying to write about such a complex subject. Don't start me talking. I could talk all night. My mind goes sleepwalking while I'm putting the world to right. The song was filled with contradictions, a jumble of ever-shifting allegiances, and imperial misadventures, and about how they always get a working-class boy to do the killing. Some of them Irishmen who, like my grandfather, wore a British Army uniform. It wasn't supposed to read like a coherent political argument. It was pop music. I didn't even turn it on. That is so weird. Oh, yeah, I did. People even told me that the Liverpool fans sing it on Cop and Anfield. Although I imagine they might have changed the words a little. As nobody called Oliver would have ever been allowed to manage the club, let alone play on the left wing. Thanks to Nick Lowe's insistence that we finished a track that I was about to scrap, and Steve Naive modeling his sparkling piano part on an ABBA record, Oliver's Army became our biggest hit single, stalling at number two on the charts, while records by Blondie, Boney M, and the Bee Gees all overtook us at the top of the hit parade. I thought briefly about changing my name again to something beginning with a B. Still, they gave me a gold record for 500,000 sales. If you did that now, you'd be number one for a whole year. A year after Oliver's Army was released, I deliberately drove the bus off the road to tour British towns that other bands rarely visited. We made a point of including the neglected towns adjacent to the major cities that bands usually hit. So we played Sunderland rather than Newcastle, Merthyr Tidfil rather than Cardiff, and Leamington Spa rather than anywhere else. It was early March when we rolled into the seaside towns of West Runton, Folkestone, and Margate, resorts that were not always inviting during the height of summer, but we were all lit up like Christmas trees and feeling no pain in Hastings. I got so drunk, I couldn't even remember the second line of Allison and had to be led from the stage. After that, we rallied. We refused to wilt at the Floral Hall in Southport and were the main feature at Kinema Ballroom. It's on from a line. We watched people beat the hell out of each other in Canvey Island and at the Dixieland Show Bar in Colwyn Bay and at the Air Pavilion. Part of the audience disappeared through a hole in the floor that had collapsed under an onslaught of stomping and jumping. The pastor dancing at the Frenchman's Motel in Fishguard 
We were told to exit through a door at the back of the stage and had to make a hundred yard dash across the car park to one of the motel chalets that had been pressed into service as our dressing room while freezing rain drove in off the Irish Sea. Once inside, we found just the pair of single beds nailed to the floor. In that part of Wales, they didn't want you pushing them together getting up to any hanky-panky. We got a great welcome from the audiences in these towns that had only the faded posters of bands from the late 60s and early 70s on the backstage walls, but some strange disconnection had also occurred. We were just them off the telly to the merely curious, unreal visitors from another orbit. Our new single, I Can't Stand Up for Falling Down was in the top five by the halfway point of the tour. It was exactly the timing that most bands would be looking for. We'd play it, and the place would go wild. Then we played Oliver's Army, and everyone would sing along, just like at a Max Bygrave show. For a few split seconds each night, as the smoke and the heat of the lights made it hard to breathe, I get the feeling I was outside my body, observing the scene. I could see everyone bouncing up and down and singing the chorus. I had the uneasy feeling that the words became meaningless after a while, if they even mattered in the first place. <laughs>